entrance of thy word giveth light, it giveth understanding unto the simple. Welcome to the Bishop Francis podcast. Bishop Francis is the pastor of the Catch the Anointing Center, Lily of the Valley Cathedral, Teshola Scala. May you experience a supernatural encounter and be anointed as you listen to transformative preaching, insightful revelations, and down-to-earth teaching by the servant of the Lord, Bishop Francis Philip Asamoah. This message will revive, restore, and refresh as you receive God's word through Bishop Francis. Please do not forget to subscribe to his podcast channel to receive new messages. God bless you and enjoy the message. Father Lord, we thank you for your love and for your mercy. We thank you, Lord, that you stand with us. We thank you that you stand with us. May your word change our lives today. May your spirit transform lives today. In the name of Jesus, may we gain understanding that will set us free. In the name of Jesus, and shall we all say, Amen. You may be seated. Are you blessed to be here today? All right. Amen. Some people are wondering what is going on. We are in church. That's what's going on. Amen. Yeah. Beautiful. When we come to church, we have to learn to be in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. So, if you don't know what is going on, you are learning how to be in the presence of the Lord. Are you here with me? Amen. So, it's an opportunity to learn how to be in the presence of the Lord. How many can feel that the atmosphere is very different? Give me a wave. Yeah, that, that happened as a result of your worship. This is what happens when you decide to worship the Lord. And that's what I'm trying to teach you. Amen. Amen. You, you can say it's part of the preaching. Amen. Amen. Yeah. God, the Bible says that the time cometh and now is when the true worshippers of God will worship God in spirit and in truth. And God seeketh such to worship him. It's unfortunate that God is looking for worshippers. Hmm? I said it's unfortunate that God is looking for worshippers. In fact, God has even suggested that he can make stones praise him. The Bible teaches us that even the trees, they clap their hands for joy because of God. Hallelujah. So when we the human beings we fall behind in worship and in praising God. 
then something has gone wrong. Because amongst all creation, it is only man that has been created to carry the life of God in him. Hallelujah. So we can't fall behind when it comes to worship, when it comes to praise, when it comes to showing forth who God is and what he's done in our lives. Are you here with me? And you see that as you worship, God comes around. Hallelujah. I said as you worship, what happens? God comes around. Are you here with me? All right. Today we want to continue our journey of faith. Amen. And uh, I don't know, maybe next week we'll go to something else. Amen. And we want to start... By reading Zechariah chapter 4 and verse number 6. Zechariah 4, 6. Are you here or you've gone home already? Amen. Okay. The Bible says, Then he answered and said, And speak unto me, saying, this is the word of God unto Zerubbabel, saying, not by power, not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord of hosts, who art thou, O great mountain, before Zerubbabel, thou shalt become a plain, and he shall bring forth the headstone thereof with shoutings, crying grace, grace unto it. Hallelujah. There's one thing. Amen. Are you here? You sure you are here? All right. Beautiful. You know, one thing you need to understand is that God spoke to a mountain. But he mentioned somebody's name. Amen. He said, who art thou mountain before Zerubbabel? Thou shalt become a plain. Are you here with me? In other words, it means that you, this mountain, you will become flat. You, this mountain, you will cease to exist. Somebody clap for Jesus. You see, as you are clapping, I can see people waking up from sleep. Okay. Just three days ago, I was preaching somewhere. And I told them that I'm preaching the way I'm preaching so that those who are going to sleep can sleep so that I can talk to those who are awake. Amen. Yeah. So be very careful. Amen. That you don't sleep. Because we are expecting you to sleep. Do you get it? Uh -huh. All right. So you see that he said that this is the word of God unto Zerubbabel. Not to Kofi. 
not to Kwesi, but to Zerubbabel. So you will notice that the mountain that is about to be flattened will only be flattened if it is a mountain that affects Zerubbabel. Amen. Are you here with me? So for a mountain to be flattened, are you listening to me? Yeah, because the preaching is different. The mountain that is going to be flattened is only going to be flattened because God is standing with you. And if God is not with you, that mountain is going to remain there. And God has made it clear that it's not by might, it's not by power, it's by my spirit. It means that for a mountain to move out of your life, the Holy Spirit, God the Holy Spirit, God has to be standing with you. Are you listening to me? Yes. And if God is not standing with you, it's going to be difficult for this mountain to be flattened. Hallelujah. It means that you and I, before our mountains will go away, we have to do something for God to come and stand with us. Are we clear? Do you understand what I'm saying? Uh -huh. Because it's only when God is standing with you that a mountain can become a plain. You understand what I'm saying? So, who are thou mountain before Zerubbabel? You become a plain. But you see that you also have a mountain that may be bigger than Zerubbabel's mountain. But if God is not standing with you, the mountain will remain. Hey. This is why every Christian, you must seek for God to be close to you. Yeah. Because when God is close to you, then, then your mountain can be removed. When God is close to you, not, not when you come to church. Coming to church is important. We are not saying it's not important. But you see, there are a lot of people, they are in church, but God is not with them. And when God is not with you, you can't expect certain things to happen. Are you here with me? Your God is not standing with you. Things happen when God is standing with you. When God is with you. You see, sometimes you'll be preaching to some people, you tell them, oh, give your life to Christ. They'll say, oh, I go to church. Mekwa, sorry. It's not by mekwa, sorry. It's by, is God standing with you or not? Is God standing with you? Is God standing with you? Amen. And that is why God mentions names. He said, I've anointed this one. No, no, not that one. This one. This is the one I'm, this is the one I'm standing with. I'm not standing with that one. Amen. 
You can go and ask Eliab, the senior brother of David. You see, he had been going to the gym. Because I'm the firstborn. If something happens and then they see me coming, they will know that by virtue of my... Even how I... You see, my, my, my little brother, he's in the bush. He's smelling of sheep. Me, I've put on nice perfume and when they see my muscles, even when I hold a sword with the muscles that I have, they will know that I'm supposed to be the king. When God came, he said, this one, who is this guy? I don't know this guy. I am not anointing this one. I'm not giving my spirit to this one. I am not pouring mountain moving power on this one. No. Where is the small boy? Go and bring me that small boy from the bush. That is the one I want. And why does he want that one? Because the one in the bush was in the bush saying, Lord, my heart and my flesh cries out for you. You see, this guy was in the city doing pumping, but this other guy was in the bush calling for God. He was in the bush calling for God. When God hears the voice of David, he says, my heart, a man after my own heart. So God was prepared to stand with David but not with Eliab. Hey, the place is quiet. Am I saying something? Amen. Yeah. Yeah. That is why we also have the concept of people, some people being men of God. You will notice that God is everywhere. How many know that God is everywhere? Do you know that God is everywhere? Yes, God is everywhere. Even if you go to the moon, he is there. If you can stand on the sun, if you dare to stand on it, you will find out that God is also there. Amen. But you will notice that it takes certain men of God to come around for certain things to happen. And it almost looked like God was not here till that man of God came. And when that man of God came, then it's like God came with him. And then, when the man of God left, then it looks like God left with him. Because this is the word of God unto, unto Zerubbabel. It's not unto Eliab. It's not unto Kwekumenu. It's not unto Arabalusi, but unto Zerubbabel. Now, you must come to the place where you too, it will be said that, this is the word of God unto Reverend Ampau saying, not by power, not by who art thou mounting before Ampau? Be flattened. That's what we are talking about here. Amen. Amen. What do you think? Yeah. You see, because God has noticed that many people, they don't love him. Uh -huh. So he hides himself. And he comes out for people who really love him. So, as you are sitting here today, listening to me, you must seek to love the Lord. You must seek to look for God. You must seek to pray to God. You must seek such things as you are listening to me. Yeah. Amen. Because then your mountains will be flattened. Because then God knows you. And then when you are coming, he, he, he comes with you. There, there, there's an old song that, yes, he walks with me and he talks with me. And something, so he calls me his own. There's some song like that. 
is that God walks with me and he talks with me. Do you understand what I'm saying? Uh -huh. That's why you got born again. There's this erroneous belief that every time you need a man of God to pray for you. It's not true. I, I pray for people a lot. Amen. Oh yeah, I pray for people a lot. But God wants to hear you. I said God wants to hear what? You. God, God wants you to have a personal relationship with him. And that's why he mentions people by name. That's why he mentions people by name. Hallelujah. Genesis. Let's work this thing. Genesis chapter 32 verse 28. It says, And he said, Thy name shall be called no more Jacob, but Israel. For as a prince, thou hast power with God and with man, or with men, and hast prevailed. Are you here with me? Yeah. You have what? Power with God and power with men. And you have done what? You have prevailed. Who is the one that had power with God? The one who had power with God was the one that was praying all night and wrestling with God all night. He got power with God. So you see that Esau did not have power with God. Esau did not have power with God. Laban did not have power with God. In fact, Jacob's wives did not have power with God. Jacob's sons did not have power with God. But Jacob, the one who sought the Lord, the one who sought the Lord, he is the one who had power with God and with men and prevailed. Yeah. So my dear brother and my dear sister, you know, as you sit there and it's like, you know, you have nothing. It is because thou seekest not the Lord. So thou hast not power. Thou hast not power. Amen. You don't have power with God. And I'm teaching you today that you must be a Christian who has power with God. I said you must be a Christian who has power with God. Amen. So when we mention your name, that's why we mention Jacob a lot. Huh? We mention Jacob a lot. We, don't, we mention the tribe of Judah, but not Judah in that sense. And we mention Jacob a lot. We mention Israel a lot. Because it's Jacob who has power with God. And that's why we say the 12 tribes of Israel. Because he had power to establish the tribes of Israel. Because he had power with God and power with men. Are you here with me? Yeah. The two go together. This Christianity where except I get a miracle. Hmm? My whole Christianity is receiving miracles. I, I don't do, you see, I don't do anything else apart from, do you get it? No, that's not Christianity. That's not Christianity. 
Christianity is a relationship between you and God. And as you relate to God, then you begin to experience power. You see, like as I'm standing here, my only political power is my vote. Apart from my vote, I don't have any political power. Amen. I can't go and tell party X, this is our policy, because I don't have power with them. But when Akufu Ado goes to his party and he says that let us do this, they will say, okay, why? Because he has power with the party. And how did he get that power? He got it through his interaction with the party. Hallelujah. Your power with God comes as you do what? You interact with God. I'm teaching you that every day you must pray. I'm teaching you that every day you must seek the Lord. Because as you seek the Lord, you are beginning to receive power with God. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Yeah, just like Jacob. He prayed all night. And then when God started to bless him, then he said, oh, you have power with God. Are you here with me? Yeah. Hey. Do you see why a goat is chasing you? In your dreams. Because there's no power with God. May you receive power with God from today. I said, may you receive power with God from today. In the name of Jesus. Yeah. Your mountains are going to move away. Every mountain in your life is going to move away. Because now you are receiving the Holy Ghost. Who can move mountains? I said, you are receiving the Holy Ghost. Who can move mountains? Yes. Amen. Amen. Your faith can move mountains. Every mountain in your life can be cleared. Eh? By what? By faith. Every mountain in your life can be flattened by faith. Now in Mark chapter 11 verse 22. And Jesus answered and saith unto them, Have faith in God. Have faith in God. Have faith in God. Amen. Uh, those of you listening, do you have faith in God? Do you like such things? If you like such things, can you give me a wave? I'm not too sure of those. You like such things. Uh, the boy in the check shirts, you don't like those things, or you're asleep. The two check shirts over there, it looks like they're asleep. They're not paying attention. Amen. How many like such things? Ah. He said, have what? Faith. In God. Have faith where? Have faith where? Have faith where? In God. Jesus said, have faith in God. Hallelujah. What does it mean to have faith in God? To have faith in God means that believe that God is God. Amen. Having faith in God is different from having faith in an outcome. Amen. And as Christians, we must learn to believe in God, not in the outcome. That's why I said, have faith in God. Why am I saying this? Why am I saying this? I'm saying this because even Jesus Christ had a prayer that wasn't answered. Jesus Christ had a prayer that was not answered. 
but he continued to believe in God. You even notice that at a point he felt rejected. But he said, Lord, into your hands I commend. You see, God, you may have turned from me, but I still have faith in you. That is what it means to have faith in God. You see, many Christians today, we don't have faith in God. We have faith in an outcome. So when we don't get the outcome we are looking for, then that means God is not there. Preaching. Or God did not move. That's what Christians believe today. And that's why the Bible says that an evil, thank God I have miracles. Thank God I have miracles. That's why I, you must listen to what I'm saying. Yeah, just, just two days ago I had miracles. Just, just two days ago. Uh -huh. That's why I can tell what I'm telling you. You know, he said, an evil generation seeks a sign. Because we are a generation that have faith in an outcome. We don't have faith in God. And I'm bringing you to a place where you will begin to have faith in God. And not your little outcome. Are you listening to what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Have faith in God. I've prayed for people who have died before. We went to the hospital to pray for them. They never, they never came out. They never came out of the hospital. They never came out of the hospital. Amen. We prayed for people who didn't get healed before. Yeah. So your faith must be in God. Are you listening to me? Somebody say, my faith. My faith must be in God. Not an outcome. Whether I get healed or I don't get healed, God is God. And I'll continue to have faith in this God, whether I'm healed or not. That's have faith in God. That's have faith in God. We've all heard of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. You will notice that they said that they said we will throw you into the fire. They said, oh, no problem. By the way, our God is very powerful. He can deliver us. But even if he does not deliver us, we will still not bow to the idols. That's what they said. That's what they said. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were saying that we don't have faith in the fact that God has power to deliver us. We just have faith that God is God. And whether he deliver us, he's God. If he does not deliver us, he is still God. And because he is God, we will not bow to idols. It doesn't matter the outcome. But this God we are serving, he's so great. And no matter the outcome of our lives, we will not bow to another God. God doesn't have to deliver us from a fire for us to believe that he is God. We have seen that God is God. Amen. That's what church and Christianity is about. Even if he doesn't deliver us, we will not bow. I remember many years ago, I was telling the first service, as a secondary school boy, I went to Konfuanochi Teaching Hospital. When I got there, I'm coming to raise the dead. 
a, a secondary school boy. I went to the mortuary. I'm coming to raise the dead. Then I got there. Aha. Uh -huh. This is the body. Okay. Let's pray. Then we worshiped like we worshiped here. Then when we finished, we prayed. When we finished praying, said, Brother X, rise. Brother X, rise. Ah, it looks like it's not happening today. Let's go. Yeah. Hey. Years later, I went back again. The same teaching hospital. I, I don't know whether it's the teaching hospital or something. So I went back to the same teaching hospital. This time my father had passed away. So I went again. We are coming to raise our father from the dead. And when we said rise once and we saw it was not working, I said, you know what, Charlie, let's go. We've seen some before. <laughs> Amen. Hey. But I still had faith in God. A few years passed again. And this time, I was sitting my somewhere not thinking about raising the dead. Then a mother and the son came to the church. They said, my son has been restored to me back to life. The pastor said, all shall be well. And my son woke up from the dead. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. I'm talking about faith in God, not an outcome. You know, in the first service, I told them that I met a boy with diabetes type 2 in hospital. With diabetes type 2, you take, you take insulin for the rest of your life. There, yeah, there's nothing they can do for you. Yeah. And he had diabetes type 2. So from the onset, he had to start taking... So they had even taught him how to use... How to inject himself with the insulin. And I prayed for him. When I prayed for him, then the doctor came. You know, you see, and this and that. I just said, whose report will you believe? Within three days, this boy with diabetes type 2 was discharged with no sign of diabetes in his body. I'm saying that have faith in God, though. I'm saying have what? Have faith what? Have faith what? Amen. Yeah. As this boy was walking out of the hospital, a free man, then I remembered my mother. I was in Lagos. What did my mother die from? Diabetes and hypertension. Yeah. Yeah. I've had church members, their, their blood pressure has dropped to normal. Like that, more than one. You, you were there. You remember uh, Mrs. Gifty's husband? Dropped to normal. Many people's blood pressure dropped to normal. Diabetes gone, blood sugar dropped, everything. Then when I remember my mother, my mother has been buried from the same diabetes and hypertension. But what did Jesus say? Have faith in God, not an outcome. Today, I'm teaching you to have faith in God. 
No matter how your life turns, have faith in God. Are you here with me? Hey! Are you learning something today? Even Jesus had to have faith in God. Because at a point, things were not going his way. Are you there with me? Yeah. Huh. You see, two days ago, I was preaching somewhere. As I was preaching, people were leaving. Yeah. I was preaching. People were leaving. Not one, not two, not three, not four, not five, not six. Close to ten or more got up and left. What was I preaching about? I was preaching about the anointing and the presence of God. And almost ten or more people got up and left. But you know what? After they left, the Lord I was preaching about, he arrived. Yeah. The God I was preaching about, he what? He arrived. Are you here with me? Go to the next verse. For verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. Amen. Are you there? Yeah. So when you have faith in God, then you can say to a mountain, are you there? Then you can say to a mountain, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe those things which he saith, it shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. Therefore I say unto you, what things soever ye desire, when you pray, when you pray, I said when you pray, when you pray, when you pray, pray uh-huh, believe, and you receive. So you see that it's not when somebody prays. It's when you pray. When you pray. When you pray. You see, as we were visiting this, our church, we met a man. The man had had a knee, his two knees, had a condition for over 30 years. Over 30 years. If he goes down like this, he can't come up. To come up, he has to drop to his side and put his hands down so that he can get up. Yeah, he can't, he can't come up. And he's had this condition for over 30 years. Are you there? How many were there? Who was there? Who was there with me? You were there. You saw the man. What I'm saying, is it true? Yeah. Who else was there? Was there anybody else there? Somebody there? You were also there? Yeah. 30 years. I said, really? He said, are you sure? I said, yes. Okay, go down. Then he will go down. Then he will come up. He will go down and he will come up. And you are saying that for over 30 years, you can't do this. Hey, for 30 years, I can't do this. Yeah. 30 years. 30 years. He can't do it. Amen. Yeah. 
It's not easy. People are living with things. May you be healed in the name of Jesus, whatever you are living with. May you be healed in the name of Jesus. Yeah. May fallopian tubes open. I hear blocked fallopian tubes be opened in the name of Jesus. Are you there with me? Hey, 30 years. He said, if you believe, you will have what you say. Amen. Yeah. So, for example, I remember when I was praying for gift of healing. Where were you? I don't know where you were. But I have what I asked for. Amen. Then I checked, you know, I was watching uh, Andreas Bisoni just last night. I was watching a documentary on a man of God. And the healings in his ministry are fantastic. Hmm? Very fantastic. And you see, as I was watching, they were interviewing him. So how did you come to this place? They said, oh, I was studying men of God. Then he mentioned A.A. Allen. He mentioned Catherine Coleman. He mentioned Benny Hinn. He me all the men of God that we, he mentioned that, that he learns from all those people. He knows what he's looking for. So you see, when you see the person, you may think that he's just standing there. No, 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 no. It's coming from somewhere. Yes. He has wrestled with God over the night. And by the breaking of the dawn, then God told you that you have power with God. May you have power with God. Amen. I said, may you have power with God. Amen. Amen. Are you beginning to look at some mountains you are going to crash down right now? Are you, are you looking at such mountains? You see, by the time I finish preaching, may a mountain be crashed in your life. I said, may a mountain be crashed in your life. There are certain mountains in 2021 that are not going to follow you into 2022. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Wow. Yes. Hmm. A mountain speaks of something that is humanly unmovable and unchangeable. A mountain speaks of something that is bigger and taller and mightier than you. A mountain speaks of something that cannot be moved by human efforts. Human effort cannot re remove a mountain. Only a supernatural or divine event can move the mountains around our planet. Whatever human efforts cannot accomplish, God can do it in your life. Whatever you cannot accomplish with natural strength will be accomplished with supernatural strength. Supernatural strength will make a difference in your life in the name of Jesus. Faith will flatten every mountain in your life. Yes. There was one lady who said, I have a testimony. I said, what's your problem? She said that when he looks at the TV screen, it's like she's looking at the sun. So she can't see. Yeah. She can't see. Then I said, so what is happening now? I said, now I can't see. I can look at the TV screen and then that bright thing has gone and I can see. Yeah, this is all just these past two days. Ago. Yeah. You see? The mountain of sickness is being flattened. Some of you, the mountain of poverty is going to be flattened. The mountain of misfortune is being flattened. Some of you, the mountain of disappointment. You are getting disappointment after disappointment. 
You know? See, sometimes, oh, there's a potential. Maybe you've applied for a job. Oh, it looks this thing. It looks good, you know? Yeah, it looks like the way the thing is going, you can see that you'll be picked. You go, ah, you've reached maybe 90%. Then within the 10% to get the job, no, then the thing is gone. Hey! It's called a mountain of disappointment. It looks like the boy likes you. It looks like he likes you. He even took you out for dinner. He bought you ice cream. One day you said, let, 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 I want him to check my cooking still so you cook something small. So you knew that within two days there he will pop the question. But within 24 hours, he said, oh, you know what? I like this girl. What do you think about this girl that I like? Oh! A mountain of disappointment. May every mountain of disappointment be crushed in your life in the name of Jesus. Hey! You see, at the beginning of this year, I started preaching My Beloved is Mine. Can I talk to you? Yeah. Hey, when, when I was preaching that series, we had a lot of single ladies. Now, at least 60 to 70% of those ladies I knew to be single, they all have beloveds. They all have beloveds. Yeah. Because that mountain of belovedlessness has been crushed. Amen. I remember one even came to me, oh, uh, this one, should I choose this one or this thing? What should I do? I say, say, say yes tonight. Yeah. And they've all got beloveds. And your own is also coming in the name of Jesus. I said, your own is also coming in the name of Jesus. Financial mountains. You see, you used to think that, oh, if I get one Toyota, Toyota Corolla, I'll be okay. But when you look at how life is going, when you look at how life is going, you see that the Corolla, no? They say, okay, maybe Yaris. How many know Yaris? Then the Yaris, no, okay, Kia Picanto. Then it's like, you know what? Let's just get one Okada and be free. Hey! Because the way, the way things are going, when you do the calculation, you can see that Enkoye. But I've come here to tell you that Ebekoye. I said, I've come here to tell you that Ebekoye. I've come to tell you that that mountain of you will not drive a car. That mountain of you will never have a good car. That mountain of you only drive second-hand car. I've come to tell you that that mountain is going to be flattened. I said that mountain is going to be flattened. And you are going to have a good life. I'm telling you. Don't be afraid of poverty. You see, some of you, you look at things and you can see that chalet. As per my calculation. But I want to introduce you to another calculation. I said there is another calculation. And that calculation is that you this mountain, get up. Have you seen the Atlantic Ocean? Go and drop inside. I'm making the road for my car. My car cannot climb this. So you this mountain, get up. Go and fall in the sea. 
so that I make a road for my car. Hey! So Zechariah will say that when he's coming in his victory, he said he'll be saying, Grace, Grace. When they see you driving your car, huh? Rachel, when they see you driving, hey, but Rachel, what do that? Then it's, it's just by the grace of God. It's just, it's just by the grace of God. It's just by the grace of God. Somebody say, it's just by the grace of God. It's just by the grace of God. You know? They don't know that you flatten some mountains. Yeah. May the Holy Spirit speak to your mountain. I said, may the Holy Spirit speak to your mountain. May the Holy Spirit speak to your mountain. Who art thou, O mountain, before Rachel? Who art thou, mountain, before Derek? Who art thou, mountain, before Felicia? Become a plain. Be flattened. Get out of his way. Hey. Are you there? I remember one lady. You see, you need to be a man of God to understand that a man of God's mountain is sometimes when there are too many people who are sick. It's a mountain. Yeah. And there was this lady. You know? And you see, men of God, eh, you notice that uh, if you are sick, lay your hand. Is there anybody who is no? Okay, hallelujah. Let us move on. That one is very easy. If you don't want trouble, you do that one. Even me, sometimes I don't want trouble, so I do that one. We all don't want trouble. Amen. Yeah. But on this occasion, anybody, nobody is here. Ah, no, 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 no. It, it cannot be that. Okay, if you are sick, come forward. Then, as the people were coming forward, then I saw one lady. He's coming like that. This is how he's coming. Rachel, did you see that lady? The fair lady. He was coming, he was limping a bit like that. I said, hey, which one is this one? So then we asked, what is wrong with this lady? I said, ah, this lady, she's weak on this side. And they said, my waist, this and that. Eh. Okay. Father, Lord, man, flatten these mountains of diseases in the name of Jesus. Eh, what has happened to you, my lady? I said, ah, my waist, my this and that. It's all, it's all. I said, walk and let me see. Then he started walking. Then I said, okay, run and let us see. Then it's like, ah, was this not the lady who was limping? But the limp has gone away. I said, the limp has gone away. And he started walking and running and praising God and praying in tongues and doing all sorts of things. Amen. Yeah. Are you here with me? May your mountain be flattened in Jesus. I said, may your mountain be flattened in Jesus' name. Hey. One day, I was somewhere praying for somebody. Then I started to pray for the person concerning financial breakthroughs. Then the pastor told me that this guy, they are having very serious financial destiny. So we are surprised that you are this particular one when you are praying, you're praying for financial breakthrough for this particular one. Yeah. They are all mountains. You see, everybody's mountain is different too. Everybody's mountain is different. But today, God is giving you victory. Amen. I said today, God is giving you victory. And your mountain is going to be flattened in the name of Jesus. 
Maybe you are not doing well in school. It's a mountain. Maybe nobody is proposing to you. It's a mountain. Maybe you've been proposing, uh, but nobody is saying yes to you. And the way you propose to the other girl, then that girl will go and gossip with the other girl you proposed to that you didn't agree. Say, the guy has come here as well. Ooh. There, there is an association that has your name because there are four girls. But when you tried this girl, it didn't work. You went to this one, that one, so they've all held a meeting and said, you know that guy, he came here as well. Oh! It's a mountain. I remember one day I said, give something thousand. Yeah, an offering related to something thousand. Uh, Felicia, Felicia, Felicia is here. And then she came to give something thousand. You finished school, what, three years ago? Four years ago, no job. He's been sitting at home for four, four years, applying for job after job after job. Nobody is taking her. After she came to give something thousand, by the following week, I have a testimony. I've got a job. Yeah. The mountain of unemployment has been flattened. I said, the mountain of what? Unemployment. I was there, then he came to tell me that, oh, another job opportunity has even come. So now from joblessness is that now there are choices. I can choose between this one or that one. May your mountains be flattened by the power of the Holy Spirit. Let me show you this scripture and then let's try to close with that. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20. Ephesians 3 20. 3.20, not 3.1, He says, now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in the pastor. Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we can ask or think according to the power that worketh in the prophet. Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in the bishop. But what? Now unto him that is able to do Exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us. In us. In us. So it is the spirit that you've allowed to be in you that is going to speak to your mountain. Amen. Do you understand what I'm saying? Uh-huh. It's the spirit that is in the Holy Spirit. You see, some of you, the Holy Spirit that is in you is small. Do you get it? Some have allowed the Holy Spirit to be bigger. And according to the power that works in you, mountains are removed. I said mountains are removed. I said mountains are removed. 
I see your mountains being removed in the name of Jesus. I see your life becoming better in the name of Jesus. Anything that looked like a difficulty is going to become easy in the name of Jesus. You are going to walk in the blessings of the Lord. Yes. Any person here who thought I cannot make it. You see, a mountain is being moved out of your way. And you are going to see that you can make it in the name of Jesus. Somebody shout, I can make it. Somebody shout, I will succeed. Hey. Amen. Can we close? Time is gone. Amen. Stand to your feet. We will continue next week. Time is gone. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for today. We are praying that we will walk in the power and the strength of the Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus. And shall we all say, Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. Well, you may be here today and you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. This will be a good time to put your, to give your life to Christ. So if you are here like that, if you are here like that, come, I want to pray with you. I feel there are some people here as I'm waiting for you but there are some people you feel like something has happened to you, your hand has been weakened if you are here like that come, I want to pray with you something has happened to you or you suffered a disappointment so your hand, you feel like you've been weakened if you are here like that, come alright, Father I'm still waiting for that person, my Father in the name of Jesus we thank you and we give you glory in Jesus name, Amen God bless you for listening to this anointed message. It was great having you, and we believe you have been blessed and uplifted by this powerful word. Subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages regularly. God richly bless you.